If you're thinking of selling this year, don't wait until spring. I think everyone's doing the same thing. You're going to see an abundance of stock in spring. Welcome to the Property Chat Podcast, where your hosts, Matt Frugia and Lachlan McDonald, talk all things real estate. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Property Chat with Lockie and Matt, powered by RealHub. I'm your host, Lachlan McDonald, here with me as well, co-host Matt Ferrugia. And today, I think, Matt, what we really wanted to talk about was what's happening in the real estate market at the moment. We've got a lot of topics we want to cover over the next few weeks about assisting people with buying and selling, but it must be on everyone's minds where this current pandemic is going to take the real estate market. I think that certainly people will be a little anxious, uh, you know, a little bit uncertain. So we really wanted to cover off on that and just see what we're seeing at the moment and also what we're thinking is going to happen in the next 12, 18 months. Um, so in your experience at the moment, I guess is a good place to start. What are you seeing out there in the current market right now, right in the midst of this? Yeah. So I think to, to sort of take that back just a touch, even if we sort of look at maybe what the last 30 days were, just so that when I explain where we're at now, it makes a little bit more sense. So when everything kicked off with everything to do with the pandemic, I, I know for a lot of people, it wasn't as big as it was initially here in Australia. So, you know, naturally when it started being talked about, it was, you knew it was happening overseas, but it wasn't such a big deal here. Um, and then as soon as it happened here and, and it became, you know, headline news and it was just unbelievable. It was like someone had just turned a tap off. The real estate market had just shifted. And for about two weeks, I think we just saw, you know, very little inquiry, no inspections. It, it had just completely changed. Um, then obviously, as we started to approach, you know, the last, maybe last two weeks, um, things have started to shift again. We're seeing a little bit more buyer activity. There's still been some transactions um, in our market. So obviously I work here on the Central Coast in Terrigal. Um, a lot of our market has had to do with the fact that it's been short stock levels for a long time. So, you know, that has obviously added to it. Um, I think what we've seen is anyone who wasn't dead set serious about selling, they're not testing the market at the moment. They're staying at home. They're not putting their properties on the market. You pair that with obviously school holidays. There's a lot of parents who have been stuck at home, homeschooling and everything like that, who have just, you know, thought now's not the time. So I think we've seen a lot of listings taken out of the mix at the moment. Um, There are serious buyers out there for serious sellers, which is good. So properties are still transacting. Um, Obviously, with the news of being able to do open homes again, starting from today, so Saturday, um, that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing what that means, but obviously we'll only know when we uh, when they get the open homes done today but there has been really strong inquiry so the last week since they've announced that you know we were doing open homes again I think everyone started to feel like the market's got a little bit of spring in its step yeah. just for that next little bit yeah I think it's interesting what you say about they're just being low stock or people holding their properties off the market uh, a lot of people have been asking me whether I think there's going to be a, a massive drop in prices and um, because of that I feel that the pricing is going to be relatively protected. Mm. I've been sort of comparing it almost to like a halt on trading with a stock. Yep. You know, just the fact that people aren't transacting property at high volumes should hopefully protect the prices somewhat. Yep. You've only got people that absolutely, it's an absolute necessity for them to sell at the moment. Otherwise, as you say, they're holding off and they're waiting to see what comes, let's say, you know, in spring. Mm. Uh, and I think it's certainly looking a lot more positive the last couple of weeks. And with being able to get back to um, to open for inspections, get back to auctions, I think that's definitely going to put a little bit more energy back in the market. Um, we've already seen from an auction perspective, uh, although we could do digital auctions right throughout this process, sellers were a little bit apprehensive over you know 
relying solely on a digital auction. Yeah. So it's been amazing the response as soon as we've been able to go back to on-site auctions yep. again. What's that like as an auctioneer doing it digitally? Because I know, you know, for, for a lot of people, whether it be, you know, as agents or whether it be for buyers who are showing up on the day, it's quite an experience being there and being a part of it. And I'm sure for an auctioneer, it really helps you. You start to get a feel for people's personality, the way they bid, the way that you can pull their bids and everything along those lines. Has, has that changed the way that maybe your auctions were? Yeah, it definitely has. I think in that respect that you can't read the crowd, in in that respect that you know you don't have the ability to have a conversation or, or have that sort of interaction, that yeah. human interaction yeah. with someone is really important in that yeah. in that scenario. And you can see their emotions and you can feed off their emotions. You know, they're they're probably excited or they're nervous. I think a lot of that is lost. Yeah. through the digital platform and it does make it a little bit tougher but that being said it's been an incredible way that the industry's been able to adapt and it's not something which was new to us we've been using digital auctions for a long time mm. and streaming all of our auctions yep but it was more designed as a way to allow more participation yep so hopefully what this will do is it will open up the ability for people to watch auctions from anywhere in the world and sellers will understand that they can have an on-site auction or an in-room auction mm. and legitimately have people watching that from wherever they are. They can be bidding online. It's, it's, yep. it's sort of forced people to get used to that concept. Yep. Um, and I think when it's used in combination with a, a traditional auction yep. uh, and that traditional auction is streamed, I think it works really well. But certainly as a digital only, yep. it's been um, definitely something which has taken some time to adapt to, I think. Yeah, I bet you're yeah. looking forward to getting back on the dance floor. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah can't wait. <laughs> I think the, the other thing, you know, sort of when we, we talk about where the market is today, it would be, I suppose it would be remiss of us not to look forward and say, well, what would the future look like for, for the rest of 2020 in real estate? My view on it is this. I, I think the economy hasn't quite felt the hit that maybe it will and, and not to sound doom and gloom but realistically you're talking a six-month stimulus package from the government was, is sort of how long they're predicting that that will hold the market up. I just think there's going to be effects from it. There has to be. I mean, I, I think I saw the other night there's 300,000 mortgages on hold at the moment. Sure, not all of those might be from financial pressure. Some of them might be just being a little bit ahead of the game and just trying to play the long game. But even if 10% of those properties come to market, that's 30,000 new listings across Australia, you know, and you don't really know where all of those listings are come, you know, going to come up. It, it could all be in one particular area, which might see a bigger hit. But I think, you know, if I had to, to give my opinion of, of to where I see the market heading, our particular market, I can pro as you said earlier, you know, there has been quite low transactions, which has probably helped us keep prices steady. But I can really see maybe a lot more properties coming to market, banks being tighter with lending, which you know obviously takes a few more buyers out of, out of the market. And I think the supply and demand is going to flip pretty quickly. Well, I think the interesting thing is going to be, when you mentioned lending, is the hit that people's incomes are going to take. And that's not people that have lost employment. That's people that are still in corporate jobs but are being asked to take a 20% pay cut. Now, that's going to be something which is not going to just go back to normal quickly. Yeah. You know, they could be working at that reduced rate of pay for two, three years until the company gets back into a position where they can say, hey, we can actually pay you what you were you know, being paid pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, so I think that is going to impact lending more than anything else mm. because serviceability already was a bit of an issue previously and banks were being really tight on serviceability. Yep. They've loosened up a little bit over the last 12 months, which is, yep. which is great. Um, but throw now into the mix that people just aren't earning what they were uh, a year ago, yeah, and you're going to have to think that if incomes have softened by twenty percent, you you'd have to think that pricing will soften to maybe 
half that. Yeah. Because obviously not everyone's income has softened to that degree. But you know, if some you have take made in, some money out of this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Some so businesses have boomed. Some sanitizer. some people, yeah. Some people have done really well. Yeah. Yeah. So it. But I I do think that a modest decrease and nothing to be too concerned about. Mm. But of maybe sort of ten percent yeah. is inevitable, really. Yeah, yeah. I think the fifteen to twenty is a little bit a little bit outlandish, but yeah. you know, obviously, time will tell. I think for a lot of sellers that I'm speaking to, if it does get to that point where you know they're seeing big enough drops, they'll just stay. You know, and there's a lot of people in that boat, which I think will, to a degree, you know, maybe slow that process down of how big the drop would be. Yeah. Um, I suppose if if I had to give a tip to sellers moving forward in this market, whether they should be coming to market, I think. If you genuinely have a reason to sell, if the property's not working for you, I think to a degree the market becomes irrelevant. It's about your living situation. If the home's too small, too big, if you're looking for something different, if you're relocating, it's time to make the move, then you just need to do it regardless of the market conditions. As long as you know, you're still putting your health at the forefront with everything happening with the pandemic, obviously we don't want to play that down. But I think there's a lot of people who are just sitting there thinking the market's not quite there for it. We're still seeing some really good transactions, still seeing some great prices. But my advice would be if you were thinking of selling this year, don't wait until spring. I think everyone's doing the same thing. You're going to see an abundance of stock in spring. I would be thinking that winter is the new spring at the moment. So if, you, if you're going to come to market, I'd be doing that sort of sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think that's definitely um, good advice because we're in a period at the moment where a lot of people are sitting on their hands. And that is often the time when people are able to, to, I guess, take advantage. We still do have surprising amounts of buyer inquiry. And, you know, I've been surprised at the amounts of people registering for auctions, you know, even through the digital space when we, we you know, before we could go back to on-site as of this weekend. Um, I was still seeing auctions with four and five registered parties online, sometimes more than that. You know, so there's definitely buyer demand out there. And just because this has happened doesn't mean that everyone has just said, oh, I'm not I'm going to put my life on hold. Um, you only need to, again, look at the, um, the ASX and you can see that they had absolutely incredible amounts, uh, incredible trade volumes throughout this. So people that were jumping in, opening new trading accounts, thinking this is going to be a great time to take advantage. Yeah. So the same mindset applied to property leads me to believe that there should be people out there and will continue to be through winter that are yeah. looking to try and get a gain out of this. Yeah. Uh, so if that's going to keep buyer demand strong, that's great. Yeah, and I think the, the big thing for a lot of sellers is they need to understand it's the same advice we give a buyer. The only way a buyer knows where the bottom of the market is is when it goes back up. And the same thing for when the market's on its way down. It's not like the stock market where you can analyse it daily and find out exactly how much you've lost on your shares. With your property, you know once the, the data's been released and sometimes it, it can be as simple as the neighbour who's got a comparable home has sold cheaper than you expected and that's now set the market for your area. So I think... Take advantage of the situation at the moment that there is lower stock levels. There is still buyers out there who have pre-approval from earlier in the year who are ready to go. And I think if you, you know, if you genuinely have a need to sell, there's no reason you shouldn't take advantage of that. And yeah. I think the other side of it would be, you know, I suppose what, what would the advice be you'd give a buyer at the moment? From a buying perspective, there's really, there's really nothing to wait for. I think other than, you know, if you need, need to still be careful that you're, you're buying quality real estate again. So don't, don't just rush in and buy something because you think that, oh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, it must be good value. You know, yeah. Still really do, got to do your research. And also be prepared that if you buy today, there's a possibility that by the middle of next year, you might have seen that property decrease in value. Mm. But it will go back up again. You know, things will change, it turn, the market turns. And if you're in it for the long haul, that's not a problem. The reason why it's still a good time to buy now is because you'll face less competition. 
Um, yeah. So you might have a better choice or more of a, an opportunity to secure the, the right type of property. Whilst we could sit here and go, yes, well, a lot of the major banks are predicting that by 2021 is when the market's going to hit the bottom, I guess, as a result of this. Yeah. That is not really a concern if you're going to be in the home for five years, if you're going to be in the home for seven years. So mm. I think that if you're waiting for that, all you're going to do is put yourself in a position where you miss quality homes and then middle of next year, everyone's trying to get into the market because they've seen it come down a little bit. Yeah. You know, Take the if, plunge. Yeah. If I was a buyer, I'd be going, you know what? No one is really doing it at the moment. I'm going to take my pick of what's out there. Yeah. Um, also, let's be honest, if a vendor, as you just said, is coming to market at this time, it suggests to me that they've got a legitimate reason. Yeah, and that motivated. means that's a motivated seller. They yeah. want to sell. You know, so if you're a buyer taking a, you're a finance approved buyer taking a genuine offer to a motivated seller, you're always going to pick up a property for a better price than you know you will if you're in a market where you've got opportunistic sellers who are only in the market because they're trying to make a gain on, on their price. Yep, yeah, 100%. Well, hopefully that's given people some insight to where we're seeing the market, obviously, with both of us being active in the industry and, and calling auctions and selling properties. So um, obviously any questions on that, we'd, we welcome them, reach out at any time. Um, we're looking forward to the next couple of episodes, just covering off on a few tips on maybe how to be a better buyer, better seller, all of those things as we've talked about in the past. So thanks a lot for tuning in, guys, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.